Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, baby. It's the Ang- Angry Divas. The triple dark dot dot. It's the Angry Divas radio show. The Angry Divas airs live weekdays on blogtalkradio.com at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check out our website. That's www.angrydevas.com. Angry Divas. Get it right, boo. This has been another Bitch House production. The Angry Divas radio show. Radio show. Radio show. Yeah, baby. It's the Angry Divas. The triple dark dot. It's the Angry Divas radio show. Yeah, baby. Welcome, everybody, to today's episode of the Angry Divas Radio Show. That's right, baby. I am your host with the most, the Triple Dark Goddess, also known as Diva Fire. And I tried last week to do the show differently, and it bored the hell out of me, so we're back. <laughs> I tried, man. I tried to change the flow. No, no, we're just going to stay with it. Today is Black Scribes Matter Part 2. And in today's show, of course, you know I'm going to dish the real. We're going to talk about why they always come for the black oracles and the black scribes. Why is it this? But before we do that, I got a little housekeeping to do. This Friday, make sure that you're here live, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on blogtalkradio.com backslash angry d-e-v-a-s get it right we are going to host our black scribes matter part three show and we have the one and only author jacqueline harris in the house she is coming to introduce this book study that we're hosting together and i'm I'm honored to provide this platform and this opportunity this rare and once in a lifetime opportunity for you sisters to have direct access to this scribe this Oracle scribe here. She's going to talk to us about her latest book. Y'all get direct exclusive access on this. And her book is about the life and legacy of one Miss Octavia Estelle Butler, the mother of science fiction, and her friendship with her. And the way that they met, you know, the, the way that it's developed and impacted and influenced her writing and her life. Y'all, I got to tell you, women's connections are sacred. This is something to cherish. This is something that's honorable. This is something that, to me, is going to change the world. In my view, this is how I see the world as being changed and made to a better place, the unity among women, the willingness of women to humble ourselves and receive the lessons, the wisdom, the guidance of sisters who are wiser than us, whether you like the way she says the shit to you with your sensitive ass or not. Let me tell you people something. I have been checked 
by Crohn's on some stuff. I'm going to give you a perfect example. When I first opened my store, there was a Crohn's sister who was like just drooling over the crystals and stuff I had in my store. And she said to me, I'm not buying anything for you until you raise these prices. You are grossly undercharging yourself. Let me tell you something about these people. They're ignorant. They're stupid. They're cheap. They're Walmart buyers. You can't cater to the Walmart crowd. Let the Walmart crowd go and get their fake dyed crap. But you are someone who is, you're, you're in the business of dealing with the gems of the earth, the fruit of the earth. These things have a value and an energy and you need to honor that. And she checked me. And she ain't saying it as nice as I'm telling y'all. I'm cleaning it up a little bit because I'm trying to do better around here. <laughs> but she cussed me out told me about myself. And, you know, my little feelings was hurt. But I happily went and, you know, put a little something extra on top of what I was charging. And she said, it still ain't enough. Let me tell you what you need to do. Everything you got in your store, put $80 on top of it. Everything. Every price you got, put $80 on top of it. So every single egg and all the big stones, all the things you got, put $80 on top of it. I was like, sis, man, so I did it. You know, I felt a little something about it, too. But she did. She came and she bought from my store. She continued to patronize my store. She sent people to my business, and also business grew. Because people know the value of things, and if it's a certain price, they wonder if it's really valuable. Only a poverty case mentality would be happy to see that. But somebody who knows and understands the value of a thing, somebody who is looking for value, they're not going to cast their coins and think it's a good deal. They understand that there's no such thing as a good deal on great value. There's no such fucking thing as a good, cheap deal on good value. You do get what you pay for. You absolutely do. I was having this conversation with some sisters. It was just last night, actually, on my Facebook. We were talking about makeup. And this one sister was bragging on Mac. I said, Mac is trash. It's all toxic crap. And you're putting that into your face. Do you know it takes 26 seconds for your skin to absorb anything into your bloodstream? Mac is crap. Oh, I know. I know Mac is popular and shit. It's the name brand. We love Mac. Oh, yeah, Mac. Mm-hmm. Brand whores. I get it. I'm a brand whore about certain things. Clorox. I'm not fucking with it if it's not Clorox. <laughs> Since we're talking about putting toxins on something, you know, let's get right down to the nitty-gritty. If I'm bleaching my floors and toilets, it's got to be Clorox. If I'm bleaching my clothing, it's got to be Clorox or I'm not touching it. When it comes to my skin and my face, it's got to be natural, raw, and organic, or I don't want nothing to do with it. That's just me. And Mac is gross. Mac is gross. Copper dust makes up your makeup at Mac and Bare Minerals. Bare Minerals is another one. We were talking about it. They were like, damn. I said, "Mm mm-hmm. Well, let me finish this $30 tube or something, something. I said, yeah, go ahead with your $30 tube or something, something. 
and the $30,000 chemo treatments that that might cause later. Mm-hmm. Value versus price. This is why they hate us, y'all. This is why they hate us. This is exactly why the black scribes have been reviled. We are charged with remembering and with repeating what we remember. So I'm going to play a song, and then we're, of course, going to go ahead and get into the show. Thank you, everybody, who's tuned in thus far, my little intro. And I've got some other interesting things for you about remembering the sacredness of women's space and such. Thirteen statements. One. I adore Spiral. Two. I fear there are too many hard edges for people to break themselves against in this world. Three. I am all water and fire. My love is heavy and deep and warm. My angst is terrible. It must be minded. Four. Creating is about my own inner alchemy. Swimming in my water. Directing my fire. Five. I can pretend social grace is not native to me for only short periods of time. My spine is a snake. She affects my movements. Seven. I feel memories are stored more in the body, less in the mind. Eight. I feel there is no technology higher than the wilderness. Nine. Words and ideas are technology too. I feel that our ability to regenerate is endless. Eleven. I feel that sex and conjuring are the same. Twelve. I serve only what and who I love. Thirteen. My name is Francine. and yours, Francine 13. We also have 13 minutes and 13 seconds remaining in the show. It's a very 13 kind of flow right now, and I'm going to go ahead with it. Today's show, we're actually going to be discussing the honor of secrecy when it comes to the scribes and the oracles. And and I'm going to explain this to you all through another parable, of course. You know, Monday I talked about parables and how even Jesus the Christ is attributed as having used many, many parables that people for some whatever the hell reason take literally. God help us. God help you, actually. I'm good. We're good. God help you who take parables and don't know what to do with them. (laughs) 
But let's go ahead on, and I'm going to give you a parable of Jesus. So I wrote about this on my Facebook because let's just be honest, people are crazy, and everybody is looking for a reason to be offended, and I'm not a normal person. You know what I mean? I had someone say that to me today. <laughs> I don't mean this rude of people, but you're not a normal person. Yeah, I know. I know I'm not a normal person. I get that. I'm not a normie. You can't talk to me and <laughs> treat me the way you do normal people. Things happen when you do that, you know? Negative shit happens to you. Because I'm not normal people. So you got to check yourself and how you approach and deal with me. So anyhow, um, <laughs> I'm not going to post it on Angry Divas because I just I can't deal with the kind of comments that it's going to draw. But I did say on my own page the following. Women have no concept of privacy or sacredness or women's only space because we have never been able to have it within patriarchy. Someone's son is always in the bathroom or the locker room. Because the little boy's safety for members of his own gender cohort is more important than women's rights to privacy. Now, even in the gym, no privacy. A woman's only gym. Someone's recording the class for Snapchat and men's consumption. I'm so tired of it. And I notice only black women doing this. In my little gym, there's like five black folks. And every single time someone is violating women's privacy, it's a damn black woman, no lie. And never someone who is in the class. It's always someone who came for the free daycare. Oh, my God, sister, seriously. Ah, can't do it. What gives? What the fuck gives? Why is it so hard, black woman? <laughs> Why is it so hard to comprehend and value sacred women's only faith? I even noticed this with sisterhood groups and such. Everyone now has to sign a confidentiality agreement with me that says, I understand you will sue me if I open my fat-ass mouth to share in public what you are giving us in private. This is just getting out of hand. So I want to talk about this, the honor of secrecy. And the reason why the scribe oracles have to be careful with how we write things and say things and who we say it to, you know, because everybody ain't meant to get it. It's not meant for everyone. And we, it's a challenge. Sometimes I get tired of riddle me this and I get so tired of it. I've gotten lazy lately. I was talking to a sister. I said, I'm tired, you know. I'm just, I'm tired of being the smartest one. I'm tired. I'm tired of trying to <laughs> figure out how to communicate the dumbites and make sure that the dumbites are always kept placated, you know, that they don't come and say stupid things. I'm tired of mitigating idiocy. I'm sick of it. So I'm not even trying anymore, you know. She started laughing. I said, so what I'm going to do is just take your comment, copy it, and put it in the original post because I'm, I'm just <laughs> done. <laughs> this present juncture, riddle me this is not my preferred method. Straight the fuck out. <laughs> it's my preferred method. So, you know, uh, <laughs> we're going to get better. We're going to get it together. But <laughs> it's really funny to watch and to experience and to know the truth of what's really going on at the same time. Uh, because we are supposed to be saying things in a coded way. 
the, the oracles and the scribes are the only people, the only class of women on the whole planet who can tell a lie and the truth at the same time. You have to, because if it's not meant for you, you have to miss it. It has to be done this way. You have to. We are some of the most contradictory, problematic people on the planet. This is why they hate us. They love to hate us because we are not going to do things the way that they think we should do it. Y'all like the oracles who are fake. All the chicks who call themselves oracles sit up and post nice things on Facebook all day. Y'all like them. They're frauds, all of them. I said it. I don't care how you feel about it. I do not care. I'm out of fucks to give anymore. So if you wanted me to give a fuck, please see statement I just said before. This one. <laughs> I'm out of fucks. I am. Y'all like that. Okay? They sit up and post nice things all day on Facebook and talk about your haters and all this shit. That's what y'all think is an oracle. So then when you get into the presence of the oracles, you don't know how to act. You don't know what to do when you get around the scribes, the healers, the teachers, the priestesses. I saw a priestess post on her Facebook today. She said, what is it with our people and thinking that they should come and get spiritual healing work for free? She said, the materials cost. There has to be an offering and a tribute to the spirit. It costs me and my time, my energy. How do you think it should be free? Or you should barter with me and negotiate on my price. And all these people flooded the thread with all their poverty consciousness. Well, you know, I need to do this and that and the other, and I got to pay rent and I got to have food. She says, so you should have rent and I shouldn't? So someone comes in and they say, well, you know, they're a Babalawo, they were Ifa people. Babalawo, I hope I'm saying that right. I mean no dishonor. Okay? I don't, I don't mean no dishonor. I don't. Before y'all come to me, please don't. I mean no dishonor. I just might not be pronouncing it right because I'm also a Bostonian. You know, we don't ever say anything right. Have you not heard me try to say the letter R? Hello? So, <laughs> moving right along. They say, oh, some people have a day job, and then on the side, they do healing. And she said, they do that because the community doesn't sustain them. She said, it's a shame because our people used to know that you must feed the healers. If we want a well community, we take care of the people who keep us well, and they take care of us in turn when we are not well. She said, we used to bring food and drink and spice. We would bring supplies and we'd contribute. We would come and sit with the healer and pray with them, not just always come when everything's all jacked up, but come for maintenance to keep up with ourselves and keep ourselves attuned to a certain frequency. And the more she talked, the more I was just nodding my head like, mm-hmm, yep, yep, say that, yeah. That makes sense. But I just saw all these people just attacking it, you know, and I was like, mm. Ain't that always the way? The healers, the teachers, the priestess, the oracles, the shaman, the witches, whatever you call yourself or are most comfortable with relating to, the prophetess, 
the ministers, the evangelists, they always have to convey the message in a way that it hits those it's meant for. That message was not meant to teach Negro nation how to be out of poverty consciousness. That message was for somebody like me who already knew and could energy that was affirmative to her. That message was for somebody new coming into their office as a healer or teacher or priestess or whatever their office is and having to deal with gross poverty consciousness in a community that is hell-bent on dying, dying, being the living dead, being a zombie, being fucked up mentally, spiritually, emotionally, financially, and calling that life. It was meant for them, for those who are coming up behind us to see it's not just you. You're not wrong. Look at these sick people. This is what the mind of a sick person looks like. This is how a sick person relates to the world. It is your job to be able to reach these people and teach them how to be in their best interest. They're sick. They're not capable of thinking well. Without saying it, but saying it and allowing the sick to speak and make itself known and reveal itself so that those who are in the know, those who can catch the symbols, those who can catch the parable, the lesson, the wisdom, will be able to do so. It is the greatest way of secretly imparting matriarchal wisdom in her story from one daughter to the next. And we must move this way. Things have to be written in a code so those with different eyes can have a different connotation and connection. It has to be. Even your Jesus spoke in parables. He who has an ear, let them hear. What thus saith the Lord. Remember this. My church that I grew up in was a temple dedicated to Uriel, the fire of God. We were, quote, unquote, non-denominational Christians. But, baby, that fire of God was God. Uriel, Uriel. the archangel who represents the very fire of God. One of the things that I remember being, uh, we had an old school edifice. It used to be an Episcopalian church. We got it for like a dollar. It's a whole story. I might tell it to you one day, but for right now, we'll keep it short. We got 90 seconds before we bring the show to a close anyhow. One of the things that I remember, one of the scriptures that I remember being at the forefront of the church that whosoever will, let, let them come. Whosoever will, let them come. And that is my mantra. That is how I teach. That is what I represent. Whosoever will, let them come. I'm not trying to convince you. I'm not trying to make you like me. I'm going to fuck what you think about me. Whosoever will, let them come. Everything I do is on purpose and with purpose. It's my own form of being the Riddler and the Sphinx the mystery of the Sphinx, because my sheep know my voice. 
and come running to me. That's another parable. And it's not meant to put anybody down either for you super deep. See, things are written a certain way to say a certain thing to those who vibrate at a certain frequency. And everybody's going to catch it at their level. And it's meant to be that way because not everyone is worthy of stepping into gnosis. Not everyone is worthy of knowing that which is sacred. The sacred must always be kept secret because once it is told to those who are unworthy, those who are dishonorable, once they know the secrets, they will do dishonorable things with it. And the one who told it to them is as responsible as the one wielding the shit. I'm Triple Dark Goddess. This has been another Bitch House production, the Angry Divas Radio Show. Make sure you tune in for free as fuck you Friday. We have the wonderful Jacqueline Harris in the house with us. She is going to come in and tear up with us about this book. Uh, we are not going to be in here for too long, so make sure you don't miss it. Don't come in here late like y'all do at church with your finger in the air. Like we can't see your ass behind that finger boot. Don't do it to yourself. You come in here late, you won't miss it. So make sure you're here on time. Live 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Angry Divas Radio Show. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll see you Friday, boo. Ow! Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.